Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Hey guys, welcome to episode 74 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys and this is the show where I dispense proven practical tips and advice for growing a successful membership website. And if you've ever thought about using Facebook Live or any other form of live video streaming as part of the marketing mix for your membership, then boy do we have a special episode lined up for you. I'm joined by none other than Luria Petrucci of Live Streaming Pro's Dot com. These guys really are the go-to guys when it comes to all things live streaming. Not only do they work with entrepreneurs and businesses of all shapes and sizes, huge brands like GoDaddy and Orange County Choppers, but they also run quite possibly one of the best live streaming video shows on Facebook Live over at facebook.com slash live streaming pros. I'm so pleased that Luria took a little bit of time out to come and share her knowledge, insight and tips with you if you are looking to capitalize on the massive explosion in live video then you are going to want to grab a notepad and a pen because this episode and this interview is packed with useful stuff that is going to help you to do just that and Luria has such a long history in online video. She's been involved in it for well over a decade and she has masses and masses of knowledge, tips and value bombs that she's shared with us on this episode. And the funny thing is, after we were done recording the interview, Luria actually sent me an email and said that, you know, there were a couple of places in the interview where just in the natural course of conversation, there were times where, you know, maybe she was looking for a word or perhaps used the wrong word and she suggested that we actually leave the whole interview uncut to really emphasize something that we bring up quite a bit during this conversation about the fact that going live isn't about being polished and perfect and you shouldn't worry about the little imperfections or the little mistakes. Now, I didn't want to confess to Luria that I probably would have left them in anyway because I hate editing my podcast and I hate podcasts that are overly polished and overly edited, but it just shows you how much she lives and breathes the whole ethos of live broadcasting as a way of connecting with your audience. So grab that notepad, grab that pen, get ready to take some notes because this is a fantastic interview for anyone who's even considering using Facebook Live as part of the marketing for their membership. So we'll jump right now into my conversation with Luria Petrucci. Okay, so I'm here with Luria Petrucci from LiveStreamingPros.com. Luria, thanks so much for joining us on the Membership Guys podcast. Oh man, Mike, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. And might I say, I love your accent. I just have Thank to you. always tell foreign people that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how I like being called a foreign person. I know. <laughs> that sounded weird coming out of my mouth right then. <laughs> I was like, can I yeah. back up right now? <laughs> 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 no, thank you. I've been working on that since I was a little boy. Um, <laughs> all right, so... We're going to be talking about live video. Live video is huge right now. It kind of, uh, it may just be me, but it seemed like it was sort of simmering away, threatening to become a big thing for a while. You had Periscope and Meerkat that had a big following, but never quite broke through into mainstream. But then in this last year, it's just exploded with Facebook Live. Is it all about Facebook now, or is there still life in platforms like Periscope and so on? 
Well, that's a really good question. So let me back up just a little bit, just so everybody kind of understands where this live thing came from. It actually started way back in 2007. Um, and there was this this mobile platform called Quick, um, and it was QIK, and it was only available on one Nokia phone out there in the world. <laughs> and um, it was just a really interesting platform. So it was basically what you get with Periscope, however, way back in 2007. And so that's when I started doing live streaming. That, however, didn't go anywhere. It lasted for about a year and um, it failed because not enough people had the bandwidth, not enough people had that phone. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, It didn't last very long. But you know, this thing has been coming for so long and I've been doing live video shows and video shows since 2005. Um, and it, and it's so, it's so really interesting to see where it, how it's blown up this year, just because of the access. And then of course, Facebook, uh, Periscope, Meerkat, like all of these people putting a lot of effort into it at the same time. So, yeah. um, 2017, by the way, is going to be like, massive. You thought 2016 was big for live streaming. <laughs> 2017, it's coming. Um, so Facebook is not the only platform, definitely. However, it is the best platform for most businesses and entrepreneurs. So we actually try stream to YouTube, to Facebook Live and to Periscope all at the same time um, with the same exact stream. So we're not setting up three different um three different phones or things yeah. like that. You're actually, you know, sending a professional TV quality show out to all of these different platforms. And so we're really able to take advantage of all of the different platforms um, and the benefits of them. And so I, I say, I say that to say that Facebook is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could change eventually, but it will be a very long time before that changes. Periscope is really trying very hard to, mm. to compete but I'll, I'll, let me explain why Facebook matters so much. First and foremost, um, they are putting a ton of money into Facebook Live. Um, they have, I don't know if you've heard this or seen it, but they have ads all over the place now explaining how to go live on Facebook. And I don't mean online. I mean in the real world. Yeah, I've seen TV ads even over <laughs> here in the UK, and we usually get this stuff a little bit later. I think it was only last year where, or it might have been a year before, where there was actually just a regular advert for Facebook over here. So oh, we're starting to get TV ads for Facebook Live all over the place now. Oh, that's, yeah. So, wow, they, they didn't wait very long because <laughs> that just came out a couple of months ago for us here in the States. So that's impressive, you know, so you got to take that into account. Secondly, um, the amount of things that you can do with it, the amount of control that you as a content creator have with Facebook Live is so beyond any other platform right now. Um, and so what you can do with that is um, in terms of the pre-production. So um, they're starting to roll out the ability to have uh, have scheduled streams so that you can tell your audience, hey, we're going to be live at this particular time. And then also from the, you know, live stream experience itself, uh, they were first out with, you know, professional looking um, TV, uh, TV quality ability. Um, and then from after the stream, you know, this, 
This is where most people miss the boat with live video is what they do after the live video is over. It has a life. I like to call it the afterlife um, <laughs> because it's the afterlife of the stream itself. And you've got to pay attention to that. And Facebook gives you a whole lot more capability when it comes to that, to repurpose your content, to get it seen even more, to run ads to it. Hello. <laughs> so, you know, there's so much more that it can do um, versus Periscope or YouTube at the moment. And again, it could change, but that's where I suggest entrepreneurs and business owners start um, because uh, it, it, it's also because your audience is probably already there. <laughs> Like yeah. you have to try and find an audience. They're there. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a big thing. I think, um, you know, I know we looked at doing a, a regular show, like a Q&A show on Blab, um, rest in peace, <laughs> yeah. um, last year after we went along to Social Media Marketing World and all of the buzz, Blab, 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 Blab is amazing, Blab is the future, and then Blab decided they didn't really want to um, be a, a platform for content creators to produce shows. Right. Do you think Facebook are, are kind of picking up on what Blab sort of missed and they're going to be catering more towards actual more professional content producers rather than just using it as a tool for, for you know, kids to, to chat amongst <laughs> themselves? What a decision Blab made. Um, yes. So Facebook actually before Blab made that decision, even before Blab came out, I think, um, you know, they were going hardcore. And what Mark Zuckerberg has, has said this outright, um, the CEO of Facebook, he said, you know, what we are looking to do is make Facebook the place you watch content online, not yeah. online videos, not you know, cat videos, not that <laughs> stuff. He wants you to watch your TV shows there instead of on the TV or, well, eventually what will come is the ability to watch Facebook live on your TV. But yes, he wants that to be where you consume your content. And um, I think he has the ability to do it. Without doubt. And I'm still holding out hope that some of this stuff, um, you know, like platforms like Blabwell to do with the multi host, uh, set up without needing additional software, without needing additional, uh, kind of kit in order to do that. It'll be really exciting to, to see. I know Facebook are, they're bringing in the ability to have a second presenter. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> kind ish. of. <laughs> ish. Um, they did announce the interview feature, which mm. sucks. It's, right. it's really bad. <laughs> um, but you know, they did, they did announce it. They tested it. It hasn't gone much further than testing. Um, so we'll see where they land on that. It just looked really, really bad. It wasn't right. a good experience. So I don't know if they're fixing it and then relaunching it or what at this point. I mean, I think the fact that they're even testing this stuff and yeah. that's where that's where their heads are at in terms of what they want to do um, is quite exciting in and of itself, I think. Totally. Um, and it's got to be exciting for, obviously, guys like you because you and your partner, David, you host your daily show over at facebook.com forward slash live streaming pros. It's a great show, but I've got to say it is a little intimidating for <laughs> someone who is still flirting with live video. I think we've done two or three videos, not really anything special, no real consistency. But we're looking to step up, but we see obviously shows like yours. You've got awesome sets, multiple cameras, 
um, cool, geeky Beatles accessories in the background and all that sort of stuff. Now, for someone who's new to live streaming, should they be thinking of aiming for something that is a little more polished? Maybe not straight away to the kind of standards you guys are setting, but a little bit more polished than just being a you know a talking head on a shaky iPhone in right. order to stand out? Or is it more important to just get something going? So thank you for bringing this up because it's a, it's a really important thing. And, and, you know, by the way, your shows that I, that you've done, the live shows, fantastic job. I was thank really you. impressed with your first one. I was like, wow, he killed it. <laughs> um, and so, yes, the first and foremost thing that you need to think about when you're thinking about starting with live is just to freaking do it. So I love Nike's you know, motto, just do it. So that is your number one priority is just to start getting it done. You have to keep in mind that, you know, this is our job, right? This is what we do every single day, multiple times a day. We are live. Um, And we are always, you know, doing it so that we're paying attention to what's happening in the industry so that we can teach you. We've been doing this for 11 years. We have a producer. We have two, three studios in our home, but still, you know, all the equipment needed for that, right? So what we're showing you is what's possible um, and what is coming towards the future. Um, So that's why we do it at such a high level. Um, But we also work with companies like GoDaddy and AT&T and Orange County Choppers so that they can have a professional looking live stream as well. Um, So there are certain companies that we work with and that we uh, showcase what's possible for them to do. and, and I think when you're thinking about like, okay, what level should I be at? And by the way, just really quickly before I finish this thought, let me describe the four levels of live streaming just so we're all on the same page. Um, so level one is your phone. Like you said, you know, talking head with just your phone, shaky yep. cam, <laughs> you you know, have bad audio, like the whole ordeal, uh, the, the internet connection dropping, you know, like that's level one. And that is totally okay. And by the way, I do that as well on a random basis, not my daily show. Um, And level two is uh, your phone, but with more professional gear. So adding a stabilizer, adding a mic, lighting, so that you have a better looking and sounding video. Then level three is going live from your computer. That's what you do, Mike. Um, And that's going from your desktop with a software like OBS or Wirecast. And then level four is what we do with the TV quality production with a dedicated machine that is meant to do one thing and one thing only live streaming. (laughs) So um, that's that those are the four levels. Just so if if I reference them, we we all know what we're talking about. Um, Then. um, So let me finish that that original thought in your question. When you are thinking about doing live for yourself and where you should be, which level you want to be at, you have to look at a few things. So number one, where are you in your business? Um, what are you trying to accomplish? What are your goals? Uh, what, what, what do you want to do with live (laughs) first and foremost? Um, is that to educate? Is it to, um, uh, to entertain? Uh, what is that? So First and foremost, you have to understand what your goals are and where you are. Um, and then you have to look at uh, your budget. What is your budget? What can you afford to throw at this thing? And I always, 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 even if you have a, you know, a huge budget, like a company like GoDaddy, we even told them, 
okay, let's start smaller <laughs> like, and then build up towards it, right? Now they went to level four, but they didn't go way out in budget when, when they could have um, because I think it's more important to stabilize what you're doing, make sure that's really good and then grow from there. Um, and so that that is uh, applicable on every level. Um, and then you also have to understand what your commitment level is. So this is, you know, having live streaming um, in your business, it is a marketing effort and you have to be committed to it. Um, so if you're not committed, then it's not going to work just like anything else we do in business. Right. Yeah. But um, if you're not committed, it won't work. So you have to make sure that you are committed fully. And I always suggest, you know, spend six months minimum really fully committed to this and then evaluate where you are. And if you're going to spend that six months, then you want to have a more professional stream so that you can say to the world, to your customers, I take this seriously and they will take you more seriously because of it. So whether that's level two or level three or level four, um, do the best that you can with what you have or what you're able to get. Um, and take it seriously. And do you think because it's a live format that people are more inclined to to not treat it as a marketing effort because you can literally be creating content within a second? Do you think that's that's resulting in a lot of lower quality stuff or a lot of people maybe trying live video and then quitting because you know they think they haven't got anything from it, but it's right. really just because they haven't put any actual genuine effort or commitment into it? Yeah, there. So there, there are a couple of different types of live streamers. One, the 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 friends and family live stream, <laughs> right? Um, just doing it to do it, and hey, you know, here's my grand grandkid, and awesome, <laughs> you know, which is fantastic. I love live for that. But you know, what we're talking about here is definitely the second type, which is using it as uh, a business. Um, uh, with a business approach to it, right? So as a marketing strategy, um, and yes, you're right, people try it, they hear all of this buzz. And what drives me insane <laughs> is that there are people out there teaching because they don't have any experience with it and they have a million followers. So they'll, like all these big marketers, they'll get on live and they'll have, a hundred thousand people join them like right off the bat yeah. and they're like, okay, here's what you need to do. <laughs> you need to get on live and you need to be quick. You need to get in and get out and then be done with it. That's the way to take most best advantage of live. Well, that is just not the case for anybody who doesn't have a bazillion followers. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So, you know, it's, um, it's really, there's a lot of bad advice out there and, uh, that's why people fail oftentimes is that they don't know what they're doing with it. They're choosing yeah. to try it and they don't have the right approach or the right strategy or the right formula for how you go about your live streaming to really make it worth their while. So that's, that's kind of what we're seeing out there. A lot of people trying it, stopping, um, because you're right. Yeah. They just don't know what to do with it. Yeah, I definitely feel the pain, uh, or yeah, your pain with the the whole. 
I've already got a million followers. So step one, get a million followers. Step two, <laughs> do all this stuff that we're doing. Right. And you see that, yeah, you see that in our industry as well, where, you know, what what got people to the dance isn't mm-hmm. then what they're teaching people who aren't quite there to do. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little it's frustrating, frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. It is, it is. Um, uh, we talked about your show, and one thing I do love about how you present it and package it is that it is a daily show. It's the same bat time, same bat channel every day. The show's promoted in advance, countdown timers and all that sort of stuff. So while it is live, it does feel professional and like a well-prepared actual TV show, which you said is kind of where, where Zuckerberg's taking this. He wants producers, creators of TV shows. But you mentioned as well, you do complement that by throwing out the random talking head videos totally ad hoc. Mm-hmm. When it comes to that ad hoc live stream versus pre-scheduling stuff in, which do you feel works best overall? Do you need a mix of both or, you know, do you just stick with the ad hoc or stick with the the pre-scheduled? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is the basic secret <laughs> to your live streaming strategy, and and it is to have both. So the philosophy here is that you are doing a regular show, a um, in most cases a regular weekly show. Please, please, please do not start doing it daily. Like, do not follow what I do <laughs> because you will burn out. Again, yeah. I've been doing this for a very long time, so I know what it takes well, and how when, to do it. But yeah, when I was actually preparing the questions, I looked and it was kind of, you know, what I love about your show is it's it's a regular weekly show. And then I looked and I was like, holy hell, they're doing this daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I interviewed somebody yesterday. She was like, so yeah, she, she said the same thing. So you do this weekly when, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I do it daily. <laughs> she was like, you are insane. And and it is true. I do this daily for very strategic reasons on my part, right? Um, because it's what we teach. So yeah. And and that's necessary for me to understand all the changes that go on on a daily basis in the live video space. So that that I do not suggest that people do. You will burn (laughs) out very quickly trying to do that. Um, So I suggest a weekly show. um, And that what I mean by show is the fact that you are there at the same bat time, same bat channel. You um, you create this habit with your viewers um, so that they know when to be there for you and with you and to get the value that you're going to give them. And then, you know, it's, if you take a, if you take a look back at what was it, I'm totally, please don't kill me. I, fifties, the fifties, when we had, you know, only three channels. I, I don't know when this was, I wasn't born. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, when, when TV was, there were only a couple of shows online, a couple of channels and, or not online on TV and everybody joined together at the end of the day to watch the same TV show. And the whole family gathered around. If you picture that, this is what you're trying to create with your viewers. Um, and these are these viewers are made up of uh, just viewers who are not customers yet. They're also made up of customers. So what you're doing is you are getting new customers and you are keeping new customers all at the same time um, by having this set time, this set place that people come together as a community to hang out and to get to know each other. And what you're trying to create with this community is a community that exists around you, however, not 
for you. Like, so what I mean by that is they will start to be their own community. They will start to understand each other and hang out with each other outside of you. And that's your ultimate goal with this um, because it creates a strong, strong, unbreakable bond. Um, And I say this out of pure experience because uh, like I said, I've been doing this for 11 years, but I have gone through multiple brand changes over the years and I still have people who have followed me since day one, 11 years ago, even through breaking up with business partners and changing the name of my show and even changing the name I go by online. I started (laughs) using my real name instead of my uh, alias that I used for many years, you know? So like even through all of that, that can happen in business, they still stick around because they trust me. They know me. They like me. I should have said that backwards. They know, (laughs) like, trust me. (laughs) Right. And so that's why you want a weekly show, um, is to have that bond and that loyalty. And then, um, what you're doing with the random streams, the, you know, ad hoc, you just, you can do streams from, uh, from the festival over the weekend or from the market or whatever, you just want to create a relationship with them. You want to let them into your life. So if some, if your dog or cat is doing something funny, you can pull out the live stream and go live randomly for those fun moments and um, those personal moments. And that will create the strong, the bond even stronger. So you have the, the combo effect. Yeah. And I do find it interesting where kind of traditional TV um, has kind of reached the point where it's so normalized that it's moved towards an on-demand medium and where, you know, while online, we're kind of moving towards more of a live, a live element. So we're moving away from live in one area and towards live in another. It's, yeah, it's an interesting shift. Yeah, it's, uh, there, there is that, that shift. And, and what you have to realize is that you will create that core community live, but you're also going to get, um, you're going to off every time you go live, you're going to find new people, which is yeah. why you go live often. Right. But then, um, you also, that afterlife of the live stream that becomes on demand, like mm-hmm. regular, you know, uh, like what we're seeing, um, happen in TV, right. With DVRs and all of that. So, um, you, you have that pre-recorded um, effect for m- the majority of the people who are going to watch that video. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, the majority of people are not going to um, see that live for a while. Um, it does take some time to build up to that, right? Yeah. Um, so you have that after effect. And um, that's as that's really powerful as well because of the Facebook algorithm. If you're doing it on Facebook, um, it loves live. Yeah. It prioritizes live. So yeah, yeah. I was trying to do a a, a totally private broadcast from <laughs> um from Switchboard earlier, Uh-oh. and Facebook loves live so much that I couldn't get people to stop coming on it because it kept notifying them no matter how hard I tried to make it private. So yeah, <laughs> Facebook do love bringing to attention when people are live. <laughs> that's okay. People love those tests. Like they love yeah. to see behind the scenes. And that's another thing that you can do with your with your uh, live streaming is take them behind the scenes. That's a really, really powerful way of, of using live. So 
I'm glad you didn't. Um, I bet you got some people who were like, really cool. This is awesome. Yeah, I've, uh, I, I wasn't really being at an entertaining level. It was mostly just me <laughs> staring at my phone, wondering why it wasn't actually coming through, and then kind of basically saying, why the hell are you people watching this? Like, yeah. I'm literally just checking my phone. Go away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I swear you can go live behind the scenes, even for mundane stuff like that, yeah. uh, pretty often and still have a powerful effect. It's weird <laughs> because we're voyeuristic as human beings. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've got to say that, you know, I, I've been getting more and more excited about the idea of having a, a properly structured, regular live show especially you know for us we've got uh, a decent sized free facebook group where we've got a lot of people who are running membership sites or they're, they're planning on running a membership site it just seems like such a great way of being able to to reach those guys and to serve those guys mm -hmm. um and actually like you said build a community around um around this topic that isn't just dumping people into a facebook group and letting them get on with it so yeah. Let's dive into the nitty gritty because obviously we have flirted with um, doing live video, but in 2017, it's a big, big part of our marketing strategy. So I'm going to just unashamedly use this opportunity to pick your brains. Go um, for it. <laughs> totally selfishly. So let's dive into the nitty gritty of actually running a formatted live show. Where do you start when it comes to planning out the structure, the runtime, how it, how it all works, what? you actually talk about segments, anything like that? How do you structure this stuff? So first and foremost, you got to know your goal. Like I mentioned earlier, um, you, you have to understand what you're trying to use it for and what you want out of it. Um, it this is the same with anything you do. Um, but you know, a lot of people with live, it's so exciting that they forget to do this step. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. first and foremost, what is it you're trying to accomplish? And why don't we, if you're up for it, why don't we just go through this process with you live and well, live on this recording um, <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and see, so people can understand how this comes together. Let's do it. Okay. So what is your goal? That's a really difficult question, actually. <laughs> Damn it. Um, we, you didn't know what uh, you signed up for, did you? I really didn't. I really did not. I fell right into that one. Honestly, <laughs> uh, the main part of our goal is increasing visibility. It's a okay. big, big part of, of our goal, particularly because uh, with Callie and I, as the membership guys, you know, something that I know yourself and David – it's two people under one brand. It's not Mike Morrison, the membership expert. It's not Loria Petrucci, the live streaming expert. And so for us, getting the visibility for us as a collective brand is very important. And we think this show will be a good way of, of connecting with people where it's actually both of us. Whereas the podcast is my thing. Blog posts are obviously it's harder to, to connect with people in that way. So I don't know if that's a good goal to kind of use for the video goal. but yeah yes. i think it's so that. if you know what you're trying to reach is is more visibility and and build basically what i hear you saying is you're trying to build that that no like and trust factor even more um yeah. and and brand yourselves in addition to the the membership guys right so yeah. the and, and that's that is a difficult thing um when you have a brand like like we both have here where it's two people um, and you have to, to kind of overcome the brand itself to brand yeah. the people. Um, yeah. And so if you, 
if you, the, the, the easier way is to brand yourself, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you can't do that. Right. And so like we have, you know, cruise week TV, we have GoDaddy, we have all of these different companies that we work with and, um, they have to brand the brand. So it's definitely possible. So you're trying to get more exposure um, and build the no like and trust factor. And ultimately, I imagine what your goal is, is to sell more um, memberships, memberships. Yeah. with your with your live show. OK, so perfect goal. Um, and it's a perfect way to use live stream. So the second thing is. Um, are you going to, what is, what is the content of the show? So, uh, is it going to be education based? So a single topic, is it going to be Q and a, is it going to be entertainment where you tell funny stories? Uh, what is it going to be? I would imagine it'll be less entertainment side of things. <laughs> um, there's a little, there's a little part of me, although I can, blather on till till there's no one left listening i'm not sure that's particularly entertaining um <laughs> and also it's quite a dry topic that we're dealing with mm-hmm. on membership sites it's it's not necessarily necessarily i don't know if i'm wrong on this broad enough to just kind of do something a little bit fun or whatever that doesn't have an educational value so it will probably be a mix of um a chosen topic to talk on and also some Q&A because obviously we do get a lot of questions and discussions in our Facebook group so it's it's something we'd we'd likely look to tap into um I I almost wonder whether the show is is something of an extension of that community that's already in that group where the focal point is on addressing questions that have come up in the group during the week I still don't know whether we'd have too close a tie between the group and the live stream um I'm not sure on that one, but I do think answering questions certainly with perhaps a, a a more focused amount of time on a chosen topic that we we kind of pick to focus on as well. Right, and how uh, you're thinking longer form, correct? Like kind of like the the podcast itself, like a thirty minute to an hour. Yeah, I would say probably we probably wouldn't want to run any more than thirty to forty minutes. Um, okay, for fear of boring people to death. But, well, so uh, yeah. let's tackle that time question real quick because one of the the mistakes that people make is going too short. So mm. you you definitely want to hit twenty minutes at minimum. Um, that is where your peak comes in. So uh, you will not be able to capture people on live very well if you stay in the 10 to 15 minute range um, because it takes time for people to get the notification. It takes time for people to stop doing what they're doing and get into the live stream, you know, all of that stuff. So there's, there's actual data behind this 20 minutes is your peak. So you've got to stay long or for, for these weekly shows for the random streams. That's okay. Uh, it almost, short. it almost seems a little bit of a waste in, in building up to a weekly show if it's going to be over in 15 minutes. Right, exactly. <laughs> you got to make sure you're providing a lot of value for people to show up at that time, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, 30 to 40 minutes is great. Uh, I do a 30 minute show and then I do also an hour long show. Um, and both of them work very, very well. So, um, so that's the time issue. So in terms of your content, um, uh, all the different things that you said, I think um, in your case, it, it's okay to bring in um, some of the questions from your existing community. Um, but you also want to make sure that you're not doing it too, uh, because your goal is to get more people. Um, you don't want to be too in, um, 
incestuous or like I, I'm trying to figure out the, the right word. Yeah. You don't, you don't want it to be like, uh, you know, something that new people who don't know anything about membership sites can't understand. So, um, I would suggest, you know, doing a single topic, um, based on what you've said, single topic. Um, and then at the end you can do some Q and A's, um, either live Q and A's, or you can have a couple of those questions prepared from your community and answer them at the end of that video. Um, so I think a single topic for you is going to be the best solution, uh, to, to make sure that you're providing value for your new people and your existing community. Well, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> and and don't worry, you know, so much like there are people when you have a community and you do that right, people are going to stick around even if they know the topic already. Right. So like, yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you're covering a basic question and you have people in there who have been doing membership sites for, you know, a, a few months already with you, then they're still going to stick around because if you're dropping knowledge bombs left and right, then they're, they know that something else is coming for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as well, I, I think you, you probably find them. We get this on our member calls as well, that even if you're covering something that half of the, the audience um, have had before, they'll quite enjoy chipping in with their own experiences, I suppose, into the comments and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. And that's where that community aspect comes in for sure. So then, um, so we have our goal, we have our length of time. Um, one, the thing that you need to know going into it in terms of your, uh, format is how to maximize your engagement and your value at the same time. What happens too often is you'll get on live and not you specifically, but <laughs> people <laughs> will get on live and they will, get so distracted. There is definitely a ramp up of energy, nerves, all of it when you go live, when you hit that live button. So the, the structure that you need to put in place is to keep you on track and to make sure that you are providing value and not getting distracted by the engagement. However, you yeah. are taking advantage of the engagement, which is the one thing that people show up for live for. So, um, First and foremost, when you open up your live stream, uh, you're going to tease them. Uh, this is uh, just a short, you know, one or two sentences about what value they are getting for that, that live stream for that week. Um, and so this right here and now, like you're, you open it up and you say, you hit the go live button and you say, we're going to talk live streaming and why you need to be doing it. Uh, bam. That's, you know, that's the tease. Um, and so nobody live is actually going to hear that. <laughs> so that is only because people won't have joined you by then. So that is only for the recorded version of that so that people watching live or after the fact don't, they're not like, Oh, this person is just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't really want to fast forward. So I'm out of here. So that's why you have the tease. And then immediately you have your intro, who you are and why you're there. And then you start welcoming people because by then you've, you've had a couple of people join at least, you know, and so, and, and the more you do it, the more consistency that you have, more people will show up earlier. Um, so you welcome, so you have the tease, then you have the intro, then you welcome people, then you get immediately into the value and you can structure the value 
um, a little bit so that you have the the majority of the value happening later, <laughs> but yeah. at least at least get into something. Start to tell a story. Um, start to provide something so that people aren't just watching you do nothing. That's okay for the behind the scenes. That's okay for the random streams. Yeah. It's not okay for your show. It's um, not like five minutes of we're just going to wait until we've got some more people. Exactly. Give them time to chat. Yeah, <laughs> drives me insane. <laughs> Which people people are are fine with to a point. Yeah. So and and that's why we actually do a pre-show um, for that for that getting people in. We do a ten minute pre-show um, and that allows people to get in. That allows people to get settled. That allows me to welcome people. You know that kind of thing. But and I, I love that with yours. That made so much sense because I you know we've got some clients who are using live streaming and they've got large audiences already and it's working well for them live. But then they do a 10 minute countdown that is literally just a still graphic with the 10 minute countdown timer so when you see that then in the stream you've got to sit and wait for 10 minutes before anything kick and and people just aren't going to to see that so i loved actually the fact that you have the the little kind of pre-show screen showing next to the countdown um it makes a lot of sense yeah for sure it's 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 building that no like and trust for 10 minutes before, <laughs> before you get started with the show. And when the, you know, more people are going to be there um, and you're entertaining during that as well. And it's also, let's be honest to fix problems. So if you're going yeah. live from level three or four, uh, you're going to have problems from time to time, maybe not every time, but that 10 minutes gives you a buffer to fix before people show up for that time that you've told them that you're going to be live. Um, just live is live and, and live happens and technical problems happen. So it's just, you have to be okay with it. <laughs> um, so then after you do your value, so, um, let me, let me back up here. So we have the tease, then we have the intro, then we have uh, welcoming, uh, live viewers by name, by the way, yeah. by name, <laughs> um, not hello everyone. It's <laughs> Hey, Mike. Hey, John. Hey, Callie. You know, hey, you know, specific people. Um, Then you have the value and then you break for engagement. So when you come to a closing thought uh, after you're telling a story or, or, or you're offering step one of step five, after step one, you can break for some engagement. You can say, um, you know, you can talk to people, answer a couple of questions about that step. Um, and then you move right back into the value and then you repeat the value and engagement. So you're going back and forth between value, engagement, value, engagement. That way you have a, you have a few moments in time to really focus on delivering impactful value that people will get something from. It's not, Hey, I'm going to tell you about this awesome thing. Oh, hey, uh, Carrie, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. So this awesome thing is going to change your life. Oh, my God. I cannot (laughs) believe you're here. So, so welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, so this awesome thing is going to change your life. Oh, my God, you're here. You know, like this is what happens in life and it's, it's not good. If you're doing a regular show and you're trying yeah. to provide that value, <laughs> Pe- there's, so you have to have that 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 um, that mix of value and engagement. And so that's yeah. the that's the formula that you want to follow. And and there's you know we could dive 
way deeper into the different things, but that's your basic formula that will have success with your live shows. And then I'm, I'm furiously taking notes here. (laughs) (laughs) And then of course, at the end, you have to have your call to action. Um, so this is the one thing that my students come back to me all the time. They're like, I forgot the call to action. And I had, had one student come, she was like, I had, um, I did this, um, I did this random stream. She does a music show and she was at a music venue. She went live for the first time, like in a random way. And she had like thousands of viewers on that one. And she didn't at least at the end say, Hey, don't forget to join me on my weekly show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least you have a, that kind of call to action on yeah. every single thing that you do. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget that in general with all content that they're creating as well. Either they forget it or they're just a little too nervous about transitioning from yeah. value to trying to sell something. Yeah, and it takes a little bit of practice. Let's be honest mm. about this. You know, it's especially in a live environment, uh, your nerves are going. Um, and it's it just takes a little bit of practice. That's why that's why we lay it out in a very clear formula um, so that, so that you can say, okay, I've got this and you like our students printed out. They set it beside their phone uh, or their camera or whatever they're using. And they just go piece by piece, piece by piece, piece by piece. Yeah, absolutely. Now I've got to say in kind of pulling together our show and, and what we want to do and Callie's fine with me saying this, by the way, (laughs) while I'll, I love the sound of my own voice, I'll talk until my, my throat dries up. Callie is a little more on the shy side. Maybe that's my fault of not letting her get a word in Edwards. Um, <laughs> but I think especially when it comes to video and then when you throw in the fact it's live and there's no editing involved, is basically her worst nightmare. What advice do you have for people like Callie who maybe just need a, a little bit of a nudge to overcome that camera shyness, especially in a live environment? Yeah, it's it's something that we all deal with first and foremost. And this is I, I did a show about embracing the fear. Um this is a really big topic for you because you just have to you have to say, okay, this is gonna make a big difference in my business. And I see it day in and day out. It makes a big difference. It's the fastest way to market than traditional methods because live is prioritized across the web. So you are getting more traction on a quicker basis. I'm not saying that you're going to be super successful overnight, but it is a faster method than any other marketing strategy out there in terms of getting that audience, getting that loyalty, getting that engagement, getting those sales. So if you, if you think about that and you say, okay, whatever I'm fearful for, It doesn't matter. And you just have to repeat that to yourself. You have to say, just do it. Um, and, and let me, let me give you a real life example. My sister, um, she has probably the worst case of camera shyness that I have ever experienced. Um, since I started doing video in 2005, I was like, Ariane, you totally need to get a lot a, a video show. Like you need to be doing video because she has this great personality. She's vibrant. People just uh, are, are attracted to her, you know, like a, she's a magnet. Um, and I was like, you have to do a video show. She was like, absolutely 100% not. She's, she's fearful of 
everything when it comes to video. Um, I was out at my, my mom's farm last year and she literally would not let me take uh, Ariane or my mom. Um, it runs in the family. Um, (laughs) I was not allowed to take even a still picture of them. Um, so she has this super deep, deep fear. And so I know that, you know, a lot of people deal with this. She came to me recently in the last couple of months and said, I want to do, uh, I, I want to do a live show. I was like, what, what, <laughs> um, this, uh, I'm not hearing this. Uh, but she is trying to make a difference in her business. And she decided that she was going to do whatever the hell it takes to make it happen. And that meant getting on camera. And so, um, uh, as I watched her grow and try and start practicing, I will say, I, I will send you, if you want to put this in the show notes, like if you hear what I'm saying, she had this, this tremendous fear of saying things wrong, of being visually on camera, of doing the wrong things, like just everything, everything, everything was going to be wrong. When yeah. she started talking about the thing that she knows best, um, she just flew. Like her wings spread and she just was beautiful. Like it's, and that happens every, every single person I watch who has this fear when they actually get on camera, they, they are talking. If you are talking about the value that you're providing and you're focused on the thing that you know, well, because that's what you're going to do a show about, then all of that goes away um, if you just focus in on that one thing. And then the most important thing that you can do is prepare. Um, this will get you over your fear the quickest. So prepare yourself. Think about, okay, what are the bullet points that I want to get across? Um, write it all down. S- don't script it because that will go very wrong in a live environment. <laughs> but uh, like, I love scripts, but for recorded videos, I do not do that in live. Um, and so you think through all of the things that you want to say, write down that, that formula, the tease, the intro, welcome, value, engagement, yep. call to action. Um, and then go through all of that. It's a totally okay to look at your notes while live people don't care. Um, and so don't try and hide that. Don't draw attention to it either, but you know, just have those notes there for yourself and follow along and you will be totally fine. I I had another woman who, um, who does uh, hairdressing. So she, she talks about, um, hairdressing and, uh, wigs and things like that. And, um, she was like, she sent me two links. She was like, this one, I, I was bland. I, I didn't do anything. So I followed your advice and I ramped up the energy. So like I, you know, then that's one of the things we suggest is you just ramp up your energy because you've got to be more in, um, more engaging than you feel comfortable doing <laughs> Yeah. because that will then translate to normal on the other side of the camera. So she did that. And then I was like, she, she said, I felt fake. And when I watched that video, um, I was like, wow, she's really engaging. Like she's really, uh, personal. I was smiling and laughing at her jokes, you know, like, and that's, you have to understand that people do not see you the way you see you. So you got to get over it. It's just one of those things that you just have to say, I'm going to do it. 
and I'm going to get used to it. <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah. takes time. It takes practice to get used to that feeling, but it will make a big difference and it's worth it. If, you know, and, and, and you can you do it privately to your friends and family at first, if you need to, you know, but there, there are ways around this. It's just, it's going to be a big um, step for, yeah. for some people. And I think, you know, speaking, speaking for Carly, I think I know some of that um, hesitation comes from um, attempts at, at recording regular video where mm-hmm. I think with, with regular video, that is pre-recorded and cut up nicely. I think you're more, um, you're more skewed by other videos that you see and trying to kind of do your version of what other people are doing. Whereas I actually quite like the whole live thing because you kind of can only really do you in a lot of ways. Right. right. Um, and, and you're not trying to kind of, you know, find the best angle. And also, unless you're at that level four, you're probably not going to broadcast in as high quality as a lot of the pre-recorded videos are. So the whole worrying about whether your hair's out of place is probably less of an issue as well. Totally. Yeah. I call it unique you. You've just got to be uniquely you and you will be totally okay. And people uh, like the things that like my, my example of my sister, the things that she's worried about, I don't even notice. And I know her very well. Right. So you, people do not notice this stuff that we're so worried about. I had somebody who was worried about a lisp and I said, why are you so worried about your lisp? And he was like, well, it's, it's bad. It's, it makes me look bad. And I said, okay, I went to Google. I typed in celebrities with a lisp and found 30 of them who like (laughs) Drew Barrymore, Barbara Walters, Mike Tyson. These people are making a name for themselves with a lisp. So what's your problem? (laughs) (laughs) You have nothing to 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 back out on. <laughs> oh, I love that. So yeah, just get on with it, do it, and uh, yeah, yeah, commit to just it. Just do it. Love it. Now, obviously, we're putting all this effort in. We're doing our weekly show. We're doing a nice proper format to it. It's all prepared. It's you know, we've got our geeky accessories behind us, which we need to have. <laughs> of um, course. Yeah, Callie is 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 doing her best to uh to put up with me on camera and and not smack me around the back of the head I, all I of that effort yeah she will good. do she you know what for all she says that she's a little bit hesitant to do the live video she gets very excited about it when she's suggesting that you know she dressed me up in stupid outfits particularly with christmas <laughs> she's actually shopping for like the worst christmas jumper she can find that excites her i awesome. think i think that might be the secret Dress me in terrible Christmas jumpers and Callie's fears will go away because she'll be too tickled by how bad I look. (laughs) And you know what? It'll be a reason people watch. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Anything for, uh, for, for viewers. Speaking of which. This is a nice segue. Speaking of which, obviously we're putting in all this effort. We are dressing me up in daft clothing. We need viewers. We don't want it all to go to waste. That's right. What are your top three tips? for building an audience for your live show? It's a great question. So um, first and foremost, provide value. Uh, you are not going to get any viewers 
if you are not focused on the value first and foremost. So um, get comfortable, you know, get through some practice sessions, uh, then and only then worry about building your audience. Um, so don't don't skip that step. Secondly, um, involve yourself in other communities. So um, you've got to, you've got to start networking. Um, it's not something that often we're comfortable with. Um, but it's something that you have to do, um, in order to build your community. Uh, I'm here, you know, talking to you. Um, and hopefully, you know, a couple of people will come join my community as well and get to, to, to hang out with me on a, on a daily basis or, or how often they can't. Right. So like, these are the things that you've got to do, um, to involve yourself in the other communities that you, uh, that, that, that will be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That will be, uh, there will, there will be a kind of complimentary. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I should be awake by now. Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) so yeah, so involve yourself in those other communities. I actually had somebody, um, recently who said, you know what? I'm, I'm involving myself in other communities. I'm, I'm providing value in these other communities and it's just not working. So, I, I asked her uh, a few more questions and I looked at what she was doing and she has this show where she takes a science approach to religion. <laughs> so it, it's a, it's an interesting concept, but like she, she talks about how she, she presents religious theories in a science format. So I'm like, okay, here's, here's your problem because she's going out to, religious uh no she's going out to science communities right. thinking that's her community however you've got two things together that don't that don't typically mesh so yeah. you know science people aren't necessarily going to come over to religious to the religious side um and be swayed um and then science you know religious people are going to accept the science aspect of it. Right. So I was like, well, you probably want to focus more on the religious communities as opposed to the science communities, because you're going to have more of a, uh, of a, of a conversion, um, in that community. Right. So you, you, it's not just about going willy nilly into other communities. It's about focusing and finding those synergies. Ooh, that's the word I was looking for. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So find those synergies, find the people who are going to be welcoming to your concept and to your thoughts and to your, um, your knowledge. Um, And then also, this is a really important step that people don't, don't do use your other platforms. So if you're going live on Facebook, you've got to tell Twitter, you've got to tell Instagram or who, wherever you are on the web, um, that you're going live over there. You've got to shift the the focus, right? So you're not going to get everybody on Twitter to go over to Facebook because some people on Twitter hate Facebook, but at least you'll get some because a lot of people are on both, right? So use your other platforms and use your freaking email list. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a really important one. These people already know, like, and trust you. So they're, 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 they're getting value from you already. They are going to be 90% more likely to click that button that says, Hey, we're live over here and go join you. And then final tip, uh, spend some ad budget. 
Unfortunately, that's the world that we live in, especially yeah. on Facebook. Um, so spend five, 10 bucks um, per weekly show that you do and advertise that after the fact. You can't do ads on live video while it's live. Yet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's probably coming. Um, but you can do it uh, after the fact and then make sure that your calls to action tell people when to join you live so that you can capture some of that. Yeah. And the thing with that as well is it's I think it's it's pretty much been proven now that when it comes to costs for advertising on Facebook, there's always going to be you know whatever facebook is focusing on as a priority area that they want to grow in their business is always probably going to be one of the most effective um returns on investment for your ad spend because they want to make it attractive for you to advertise your video to advertise live and so on and you know they've they did that when they first brought out um video ads video ads were cheaper than regular ads because they wanted more and more people doing it and obviously now you know, we're saying 2017 is going to be enormous for live video. Now's the time to to put budget into um, promoting your show so that in a year's time, you don't actually need to spend anywhere near as much to build that audience. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, obviously, you know, we've talked about the importance of providing value, having calls to actions, please Dear God, have a call to action in everything that you're doing. Um, <laughs> and, when- and by the way, I mentioned like call to actions that were, you know, like, hey, come join us on a weekly show. But yeah. use your call to actions for that. But also, more importantly, to sell your product or service. Absolutely. And, you know, that brings us nicely into to my final question here. And that's around actually selling product, selling something on your uh, live show now obviously most of our listeners either run an online membership site or they're planning to launch one and i know that you guys sell courses you've got a couple of great courses there that show people how to set up their live show as well as how to actually grow it so when it comes to actually using live video as a, a platform as a means to promote and sell online products like a course like a membership other than the essentials, the foundations of what we're talking about, making sure you're providing value, um, showing up on time, getting your audience to build that habit. What are your thoughts on any specific ways that you can really use live video in particular as a way of, of promoting these sort of online products? Just, uh, I mean, it, it is pretty much about the basics. However, um, a step further is to, you know, find ways to work in uh, your call to action, your products and services into the content that you do. So, uh, you know, obviously you're going to like for you, if you're talk, if you're selling the, the membership courses, right. The, the membership site about memberships. Yep. <laughs> um, so, uh, I was trying to figure out how to say that without sounding very it's, meta. It's, um, yeah, it is the most <laughs> meta thing. I love it. <laughs> um, then you're going to choose topics that that lend themselves to that that very easy hey and if you want to know more about this topic i've got a i've got this membership site you can join and you can get to know you know uh, more about this topic right so you're going to choose topics there and then the other thing the beauty about live is that you can find all kinds of ways 
to work in your pitch, your call to action, um, through questions that come through. Um, so if somebody asks you a question, don't just answer it, but answer it with value so they get something out of it, but also use that as an opportunity to offer your call to action. And of course, you have to be of the mindset that this is of value to them and you're not pitching. You are offering them oh, an opportunity to learn more, to take the next level in their business, to, uh, to, to, to be successful, to whatever it is your value is. You, you obviously have to start with the mindset of, this is valuable. I'm not pitching. I'm not trying to force them into it. I'm just offering them the next step. Um, then that will come a lot easier for you. But yeah, and I think I, I think some. Sorry, sorry, no. about crossing over talking with you. <laughs> no, I just I just said, but, but look for those opportunities. It wasn't anything brilliant. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think some people, um, you know, that hesitance to actually mention their product. I think they forget that actually sometimes their audience aren't going to realize that they have a course or they have a membership or maybe they have an awareness, you know, okay, well, we we know the live stream pros have courses, but I haven't yet checked out what those are. We know that the membership guys have a membership site. Of course they do, but I've not really looked at it. So you're actually almost doing them a disservice in a way, if you don't, if you have something that you could sell them that gives them the answer um, or helps them accomplish something, you're almost doing them a disservice if you don't tell them about it when the opportunity strikes. Absolutely. Um, because if they haven't had a chance to actually look at, at your offering, they could be spending weeks and weeks going around in circles trying to find a solution that you could have given them. Um, exactly. They yeah. will try and Google the search, the answers, they'll find some bad advice, they'll find, you know, a piece of it, but not the whole yeah. picture. They'll so. find that, yeah, they'll find that guy with a million followers. <laughs> right. who is like, yeah, all you need to do is just uh, s switch on your iPhone. Doesn't matter if you're on the toilet, switch it on, everyone will come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you you have to, to be willing to give that to them um, and, and make it, you know, valuable for them. But and also, you have to realize that just like in video or audio or anything else, people don't always hear you the first time. So yeah. um, you you may feel like you're saying it way too often. However, I guarantee you because live is live and people are coming and going um, that you're going to, to hit somebody for the first time each and every time that you say it. And we have people like, hey, the courses aren't right for us, um, but uh, – but what else do you offer? Like, do you do coaching or whatever? And yeah. of course we do, uh, we do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but that's, that's another call to action that we have so that we can mix it up so that we don't feel like we're just constantly hammering it. But, yeah. but people won't ask you like the fact that some people ask you have a oh, hundred more people not asking and just wondering and left at, out there to nothing. Absolutely. And I think actually, um, as the cogs are turning, when it comes to membership sites in particular, I think if you're running a membership site, you have a bit of an unfair advantage when it comes to things like live video, because you could potentially be bringing on people for interviews on your show and picking these people from within your membership base, in which case the opportunities, like you said, you need to look for the opportunities to mention it. The opportunities to talk about your membership are going to organically come up if you're talking to one of your members so Absolutely. the scope for what you could uh, 
could could use live video for if you're doing that this sort of format i'm sure that uh, we've been talking about as a as a way of serving your membership community um there's a lot of cool stuff i think uh, we'll definitely be playing about with in the next year I can't wait to see what uh, you yeah, do. Once I, I really like, I, I watched. Uh, I think it was a video of David doing the how to set up, um, how to set up the studio. So there was a tour of your new studio setup, and mm-hmm. then there was a video of David doing the two hundred dollar studio setup. And I'm like, man, I need to get me some like brick wall backdrop stuff <laughs> <laughs> and some Beatles posters, and yeah, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta add your personality to it, right? You don't want yeah. it to be stoic. But it's be- yeah, but it's Beatles posters. <laughs> that's it that's all you need yeah <laughs> awesome louis thank you so much there's so much great insight and value i'll catch you a bit longer um but i hope you don't mind me taking no, full advantage of i hope i brain. didn't bore you to death <laughs> not at all not at all you've got me really excited about getting our show going and hopefully our listeners are now raring to go on on making use of live video uh in their business for those people who are ready to get started, where can they go to find out more from you guys about how to start and grow their own live streaming show? So we do have our courses, uh, livestreamingpros.com slash start my show. Uh, we'll walk you through every step of the way. Um, and then the grow my show is all about building, monetizing that show, making sure that you are taking full advantage of what live has to offer. Um, and, uh, we actually have a discount code for you, um, for, for your listeners, uh, membership guys rock. Hell yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) And that'll get you the bundle um, for only $97. So um, there's that. But then, you know, if you're not ready to take advantage of that, then just join me for the daily show. Um, Get to know, you know, some of the the tidbits and the the suggestions that we that we have. And um, that's it. Facebook.com slash live streaming pros. Or if you prefer another platform, we're all over the place. But live streaming pros.com is the hub. So <laughs> awesome. Love it. And for those guys who do want to take advantage of that very generous uh, discount that Laura has been able to provide on their courses, definitely check those courses out. By the way, I've seen them, they are very cool. We are going to be following them to the letter when we're setting up our show. And I know a lot of you guys like to model what we're doing. So um, it's a good time to follow along with us as well, uh, especially if you're in our membership, because then you get to uh, ask us questions on stuff we're doing too. Head over to the membershipguys.com forward slash episode 74, episode 74, if you need reminding of uh, that coupon code and the link, uh, as well as the link to uh, Luria and David's live show too. Thank you so, so much. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you about all this. You've got me very excited. I want to go live now. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I, I look I look like garbage. I'm Who just, cares? Just hey, hey, what terrible. did we talk about? What did we talk about? No, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally going to hold you to this, and you and Callie, to, to getting this show up and running. So I'm going to be pestering you. You better watch yeah, out for me. It's going to happen. We'll have to get you back on the show in a few months' time, and that will either be for you to kick our ass for not doing it, or for you to tell <laughs> us how fantastic we are. Awesome. Um, I love it. Yeah, there's no in-between on that. Louis Petrucci, thank you so much for being a great guest. Thanks for yeah. sharing your uh, your vast experience with uh, our audience here on the Membership Guys podcast. It's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. 
Huge thanks once again to Luria for coming on to the Membership Guys podcast. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like that was one of the most value-packed shows we've had here on the podcast. So again, just a huge, huge thanks to Luria for sharing her insight and her knowledge with us. And of course, for the very generous offer that she's arranged exclusively for listeners of the Membership Guys podcast. And that is a big discount on their course bundle. So they have two courses, one about how to set up your live streaming show so planning it getting all the tech stuff in place and one on actually how to grow market and monetize the show so you can buy those two courses separately over on their website at livestreamingpros.com or they offer a bundle and it's that bundle where Luria has very kindly arranged that discount for our listeners so if you want that coupon if you want to take advantage of that check out the show notes if you go to themembershipguys.com forward slash episode 74 that's episode and then the numbers seven and four within those show notes we'll not only have the link through to that course but we'll have the coupon code as well or if you find yourself over there that coupon code once again is membership guys rock that's it from me for another week thank you so much for spending a little bit of your day with us i really do hope you've got a lot out of this episode thanks again to luria for coming on the show thoroughly enjoy that podcast i'm off now to start planning our live show but i'll be back again very soon with another episode of the membership guys podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode of the membership guys podcast we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com the Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.